recording, finally. Welcome to Booking Pop Culture from where I like to call the Mike Nine Studios as part of Podcast Detroit. I'll be your referee, Rick Vivian. Tonight, our panel, our booking uh, uh, table consists of Eddie Venom, uh, now known as Jay Adams. I was known as Jay Adams way before I was known as Eddie Venom. Okay, but well, all right. We'll get into that. We've got GQ Gavin Quinn coming in from uh, Hotlanta, GA. Straight off the plane. Right, absolutely. Right to, right to, right to you are Vince. definitely coming right off the plane. <laughs> On the Skype machine, we got Kid Static from Houston, Texas. What's up, boys? Here Thanks we go. And then again on the Skype machine, we've got a resident pop culture guru, and thank God this podcast attorney, uh, in an effort to keep him somewhat anonymous, we're going to refer to him as the first letter of his first name. Jay. Jay, how you doing? Doing well, my man. Doing well. Excellent. Well, I wanted to do a podcast. been wanting to do a podcast for years, guys. Thank you very much for joining me and, and playing along. Um, we've got a couple drinks going. Thank God, we're gonna need those. We got some of this broken skull uh, IPA, you son of a we bitch. We do got oh, a little yeah. bit of the broken skull <laughs> IPA going, cause why the fuck not? Uh, if you're doing a podcast and you got wrestlers, that seems to be the the requirement. Um, basically, I wanted to get the boys together. Uh, if if uh, we get together, we start talking about wrestling. Everyone's gonna start kicking each other's asses. Um, but I want to talk uh, pop culture. Uh, you know what's what's on Netflix? What are we watching? What are we binging on? What uh, uh, what movies are out there? Um, comic books. Uh, does anybody read actual books? Uh, what's on TV? No. Yeah, music. Whatever. <laughs> what at the fuck ever? Um, so I, the 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 question that comes up. So we last week, um, Force Awakens hits hit Blu-ray. Um, and then they drop the um, Blu-ray R E Y. Yes, I I have a crush on Daisy Ridley. Um, anyway, uh, <laughs> I don't think anybody else doesn't. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, maybe that's why they hired her. It's like laying slave gear all over. I love uh, it. It's it's yeah, she's cute. Um, but and then they dropped the um, Rogue One trailer on us. It yes. just, uh, just blew my mind. So I guess the the, the question that I want to start off with. Or the topic I want to start off with is, uh, of course, Star Wars. We're all, you know, keepers of and very fond of the galaxy far, far away. Um, Disney's purchase of Lucasfilm. How has it affected your fandom of Star Wars? Um, what? It almost seems like a stupid question to ask because now we're sitting here. We've we've got one movie in the can already, so to speak. Um, and then we've got another movie coming out this December, um, another trilogy movie coming out the December after that. And it just seems like every December, um, you know, pardon me, baby Jesus, but fuck Christmas. We got Star Wars the week before. Yeah. Now that, until that, uh, Peter Jackson's slot that had been occupied for so long. So it's good and it's better. So yeah. we're all better for it. Yeah, well, I can sit through a uh, you know a two-hour, fifteen-minute Star Wars movie much better than I can a four-hour Lord of the Rings. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. yeah, for well, sure. I mean, for me, uh, you know, a lot of people they were worried about oh, Disney buying Lucasfilms. Yeah. This is going to be horrible. Now the mouse is going to be taking control of everything. So far, I have seen nothing but greatness oh. because you know what? But Dis- it's still really early. <laughs> well, yeah, it's early, but. The thing that was lacking from the Star Wars universe is more content. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and now Disney is, they paid $4 billion for Lucasfilms. So they're going to make sure there's plenty of content. Mm-hmm. And so, and uh, the, me as a fanboy, that's all I want. I want more. Uh, oh, I like that. I want more of it. 
and they've already made that four billion back with one movie. Yeah. So it, it yeah. Uh, that that was the thing when when they were sold. Yeah, the concern was what you know are, are we going to see uh, Jedi Mickey Mouse, Jedi Minnie Mouse? But as soon as they bought it, their announcement was, "Well, we're making movies. This is why we bought this. We didn't want to just you know." Um, make movies or make money off of the uh, the the Blu-rays that were already out, or or try to repackage what's already out. Um, Although I do hope they repackage the original trilogy, the original form, not yeah. the not the re-release from the '90s. I've heard rumors that they're going to do that. They're going to re-release heard that too. Release it on DVD and Blu-ray, where it's the original 1977. So Han shoots first again, is exactly. what you're saying. Oh, do we got it? Looks so like a, it looks, looks like Larkin's in a fight. Uh, oh, what? Somebody. So, uh, <laughs> just so every. So we are recording um, game one of the NHL playoffs is uh, this evening. We're watching the Wings take on the Tampa Bay Lightning. It is currently tied. Um, and yeah, it looks like Larkin got in a fight. It looks like DeKaiser's jumping in. Um, Love it. Old time hockey, eh, boys? Yeah, Eric says. Erickson's whacking away at that guy's yeah, arm. It's just yeah, look I at like him. it. They're having a slap fight right now. Yeah, I got I got it on the CBC here, eh? Sweet beauty. That, <laughs> yeah. that is one of the great things of living in Detroit is that when the playoffs start, we get Canadian hockey and Canadian announcers. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Erickson, I miss that. Erickson's got that right hand just loaded up, just waiting to punch, but yeah. it's not happening just yet. <laughs> the other thing that you guys take for granted is Labatt and Molson in Michigan is pretty much like a domestic beer. I got to pay so much money to get Sixers of Labatt, you wouldn't believe it down here because it's an import because well, it's from Canada. I guess you shouldn't have moved to Texas. Yeah. Well. <laughs> yeah. No more winter. Hey, no state income tax, bud. So. What? Really? <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. I thought that was a Florida thing and a and a Vegas thing. I didn't know Texas was like that too. Oh, you know it. Everything's bigger in Texas, except state income taxes. Oh. And except you, because you're what still about short. Star Wars? Star <laughs> yeah, I know. Let's get back to Here we go, Kyle, the one Star, the one non-Star Wars yeah. guy. Getting what us do back you think, track. Kyle? What do you think of Star Wars? Honestly, honestly, about Star Wars, I'm I'm a Star Wars fan. I am not a Star Wars fan boy. I enjoy the films. I'm not. I'm not. I don't go see the movies now and 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 criticize because of what what should be in there, what wasn't in there, or what they could have put in there. Um, I just I, I go to the movies and I just want to be entertained. And the last movie that they came out with was very entertaining. So yeah. I think that that any yeah, movie absolutely. that follows, I'm just gonna cool. put my trust in that and um, go to go and see each one. Yeah. I agree with that, Kyle, because. Like I, I went into it too. It's like, okay, whether it's good or bad, I'm not going to go into it like a critical fanboy. I want to go into right. it like a little kid. Like when you used to go when, you, you know, when they did the re-releases and when episode one came out in the nineties, like the same way, like when I was just at WrestleMania, it was like, I don't want to go as like this critical jaded wrestling guy. I just want to go and be a kid and sit in my fan and sit in my seat and have fun. And that's what star Wars has given me. Yeah. It's totally the, agree, one hundred percent. It's the too, it's the too cool for school attitude. Like yeah. you're too, you're too cool to get into what's well, going and, on. And well, a, that's what exactly what happened. I mean, we'll I will probably get into this later, but that's exactly what happened with Batman vs Superman. Is all these sure. all these people just wanted to shit on it, you know, sort because of. they know they think that they they know better. Yeah. But I I did not see that. Like Nick was saying, Star Wars seemed to be a whole totally different thing. Like. You didn't have a, as many haters as you usually do, right? You know, on the there, there wasn't a lot to hate on. Yeah, I exactly. Mean, nitpicking. And for me, well, I felt just like I did when I was sitting in that theater. I felt like I was a little kid again watching episode four. 
And that's amazing. what it should right. be. And, and not only that, but if you looked around the theater, you see little kids and you see a little bit of yourself in those kids because they're experiencing what you oh. experience. And that's what Star Wars should be. It was you so, know? so funny. I, uh, wh- I There's a movie theater just down the street and, and I was going there. You almost, and me went and saw yeah, it. <laughs> I went, yeah, you met me there to see a movie. Well, one night I, I just like, fuck it. I got the night off. You know, I'm going to go see Star Wars again. And I go, I get my seat. I sit down and Austin Mannix is sitting there with his two kids. And I'm like, and it, like right next to me too, like because you, know, you could, it was assigned seating or whatever. And and he's like, yeah, I got them all prepped. They watched the, uh, you know, the uh, the original trilogy. They're all they're ready for this. And I'm like, that's so fucking cool. I'm sitting yeah. next to two kids that have not that are so into Star Wars right now. That fired me up. But uh, where I was going to go with this too was, um, so so we've got the original trilogy. George Lucas comes out with the prequel trilogy, basically telling us a story that we already know but we were certainly interested to see. And it seemed like what he presented us was so watered down. I still enjoy those movies. Um, As do I. Yeah, I mean, especially episode two and, and, and episode three, I enjoy certainly a lot more than episode one. Yeah. But, but I can sit down and watch all three of those at any given time. But it seemed like episode seven, um, the, the Disney thought was, we're going to take you back to the way they made episodes four, five, and six. Yeah. Um, you know, we're going to use, they bring it up in their documentary. We're going to use practical sets. We're going to use explosions and, and none of this, you know, I mean, it's, there has to be CGI. It's a, it's a science fiction movie, but, um, they, they take it, but not back like to, a clone wars type, nothing but battle where it's yeah, just yeah, we're, a giant CGI field. You yeah. Know? We're, we're, oh, yeah. Was, every stormtrooper is a CGI guy. Um, just so terrible to watch. Whereas now, yeah, yeah. you've got you. And what I really loved was that they they kind of changed where they were getting their stormtroopers from. So instead of these clones that are all exactly six feet tall, they're uh, they're way they yeah. they're the exact same size. Suddenly, we've got stormtroopers that are range anywhere from well, and some of them were female too, yeah, but exactly. they range anywhere from like five nine to six three, and you could see it. And and uh, their gear like. Um, some dudes look like maybe they were hitting the weights a little harder than other dudes. I just it, that yeah, was, was a so big cool. Variety of different people. I'm sure you noticed that right away, right? Absolutely, the dude. <laughs> well, fucking uh, John Boyega, man. That guy looks like in, in Stormtrooper gear. He looks like he's got some quads on him. Yeah. Well, they. Uh, I watched these special edition features on the Blu-ray, mm-hmm. and that was one of the things they they wanted to make sure that they had a bunch of women yep. as stormtroopers too. So. Um, I think one of the prop masters was a woman, so she got to be a stormtrooper yeah. and yeah. stuff like that. You know, <laughs> and which was cool. Instead of having this clone army, you have just a bunch of different people that were tr- that had been trained, and like in John Boyega's character, that was his first run out. You know, yep. And um, so it was kind of cool to give the stormtroopers not even just John Boyega's character of Finn, mm-hmm. um, but to give that character, but also to give the whole stormtroopers a whole different kind of meaning to a backstory. And and, and then you bring captain Phasma out. Who's, who's obviously a woman. Um, Brienne of Tarth of game of Thrones. (laughs) (laughs) And, um, and just by having other female stormtroopers, which when they spoke, it was, you know, clear that they were female, but um, their gear, you know, wasn't what you would see at like a comic con or something. Well, no like, wonder they miss all their targets all the time. And the- <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh, these stormtroopers seem to be a little bit better. Um, so they they, they, they must have learned something. You know, one thing that I was, you know, a lot of people worried about with Disney's version of Star Wars is that it was going to be so watered down, going to be so kid friendly. Mm. 
But they, right off that first stormtrooper thing, when when with the blood yes. across the yep. stormtrooper helmet, I was like, wow, this is, the, you know, that's pretty wicked, you yeah. know, and that's not totally a you know kid friendly. I mean, well, my, my kids loved it, but I mean, as far as you know, they didn't try to make it. Um, like you said, Mickey Mouse with a stormtrooper. Yeah, or yes, the trailer was dark. You know what I mean? Yeah. The new trailer looks like it's serious business. Oh, Rogue There's One, nothing. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah well, I, Rogue One looks like it's uh, going to be like a Saving Private Ryan slash uh, Dirty Dozen set in Star Wars, and I'm I'm all in for that. Absolutely. Heck yeah. When and, when right. they were showing it, and you know they're showing the the uh, uh, star destroyer with a shadow over it, and you're like, yes. okay, what the hell? This thing. And then all of a sudden they pan back, and they're putting that dish on that Death Star. Yeah. Holy, oh, I'm getting goosebumps right now just talking about yeah, it. Yeah, and I guarantee that dish gets all the channels. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We don't have to. Well, I mean, maybe we're illegally streaming the yeah. the, the Wings game right you know, now. You know, and what's cool about that too is right now. When you say prequel, prequel has such a horrible taste in your mouth when you yeah. hear prequel because of the George Lucas prequels. But this is a prequel. This yeah. is many Bothans died to bring us this information. That's what this whole story is about. It's a prequel, but it looks badass. Well, it's so it like, might it's redefine. Not complete it might Star Wars nerd prequel, on you though. Prequel. But the many Bothans was the second star. star yeah, I was gonna say stuff. that's Return of the Jedi. But that doesn't necessarily mean that Bothans weren't involved. <laughs> True. Well, it's yeah, just, but he's he's quoting Jedi. Okay, because yeah. <laughs> that was the original. When I heard the story of Rogue One, it was supposed to be. Yeah, the but, story of those Bothans that died. But they brought Mon Mantha back. They, they did. The the lady that was supposed to be Mon Mantha in um, she looks exactly like yes. The old she's one. spot on. She was supposed to be in Attack of the Clones, and um, they cut her scene from that, and they they brought her in for this, and she is spot on. The care the you know a younger yeah. uh, Mon Mantha, uh, perfect. Um, poor, poor Kyle, we're getting so deep into stuff, and yeah, he's like. Dude. What are you guys talking about? I was watching the Wings game. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I know. You got a little pop-up here. I'm sorry. Uh oh, we got a penalty. Yeah. Uh, how penalty. much time's left in the second? I can't tell. Rick Viv's got... Yeah, we got, we got some a pop-up viruses. coming up. We got some issues here. There we go. It's uh, about four and a half minutes. Abdo just got a penalty. Again? Of course. But well, so another thing that that the the Disney purchases brought us is basically Marvel, 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 uh, Marvel has taken over the the comic book uh, franchise of Star Wars. Um, they've re-released a lot of the the old Marvels from back in the day. Um, now they're releasing uh, new comics. So last week, I think uh, Poe Dameron came out. Um, just today, C three PO and his red arm, uh, a one shot, just came out. Uh, Jay, you read that? What do you think? Uh, the C-3PO one was a lot deeper and darker than I thought it would be, especially for a, a C-3PO standalone story. I mean, it was very much almost an iRobot sort of uh, deal where you had robots sort of dealing droids, with their own... Uh, droids. Yeah, they're droids, man. Droids. <laughs> <with> droids. <laughs> I was, <laughs> I got on the Isaac Asimov kick, and I kept going robot. So you have droids that are dealing with uh, whether they can go against their programming and whose side are they really on? Are they actually on uh, the side of the first, the, the, the first Order just because that's who their programmer was? And it, it really was... That, wait, that's interesting because yeah. I don't know if you watch Rebels or not. But I Re don't. Rebels, uh, the animated on Disney, 
uh, th- that was actually the sec- just surprisingly second, good. Se- yeah, it is. It's the second to last uh, episode was all about that. Was their their droid, their R two, which is named Chopper, um, was came across another droid, and that was the whole thing that that droid had his protocol that he had to stand for, and then the other droid was trying to make him realize he doesn't have to do that. So that's pretty yeah. interesting that that comic did that because they just did that ent- an that, entire episode on that. Uh, on, on so I, I've been watching Rebels, but all I've been doing is basically fast-forwarding to any uh, Ahsoka uh, and Vader scenes. <laughs> yeah, no. um, so I, I saw that in fast-forward, but the end of Rebels, or at least the end of this season with Rebels... That was pretty badass. Yeah, what would you think of that? I, I liked it. Uh, I was... When I saw the guy, uh, you know, for spoiler alerts, you know, um, Darth Maul... Yeah, and, Maul. But yeah, yeah. And, and when he says, I used to be Darth Maul, now I'm just Maul. Yeah, it was cool, man. And bringing that whole char- that character back yeah. and adding another dimension to the show, I thought it was pretty cool. Like, I, I feel like such a kid. You know, I'm 38 years old and I'm watching this cartoon yeah. from Disney. And some of the episodes do get a little bit too kidsy. And, yeah. you know, I, I fast forward through those. Well, too, the Disney but... commercials are what kill me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're instantly reminded that. Okay, so I'm 46. Bye, and bye, yeah. bye, oh, bye. Yes. <laughs> but it's just, it's just like you're instantly reminded that you're watching a children's cartoon, and you're like, "Come on, I'm a Star Wars guy." Yeah, because then the commercial <laughs> for the next show is some, you know, oh, teen, yeah, you with know, green goop. And yeah, stuff. exactly. But <laughs> I, it's been a pretty good show all around. Like you said, some of them get too kidsy, but. Uh, there, there have been some, like that that season finale was awesome. Oh, I loved when it. when when she hacks his helmet yeah. and like part of his face is showing. And, oh yeah, because Vader. I mean, it, they had Darth Maul and Vader in the same episode. Yes. Which is well, and didn't it didn't Maul hop in his in his Tie Fighter and take off? Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the end, he yeah because uh, he was helping. Uh, I, I don't even remember the character's name. The, the, I know the, I only, the kid. I yeah, the kid and the older um, guy. And Freddie Prince now. Jr. <laughs> That's Freddie Prince Jr. He does the voice of a really? Jedi. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> um, Kanan is his mm-hmm. name. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, no, it was cool seeing those characters and seeing like a whole and seeing a Sith temple and all that stuff. It was it was very very nerdy for me. I liked it. I well, liked to nerd out. Yeah, and I remember. I think it was um, maybe two seasons ago they brought Darth Maul back. Might have been even three seasons ago. It was still when Lucasfilm owned everything, and he well, was. Well, that wasn't on Rebels. That was on. Yeah, Clone it was Clone Wars. Wars. Clone yeah, Wars. and he was just this crazed creature, basically, because he had been underground for so long, and now all of a sudden he's this broken down old man. But as soon as they get closer and closer to that holocron, like you could, he's just getting more powerful and more powerful. Yeah. And that's one of the things that I really like in this new, not necessarily a reboot, but just sort of an expanded storyline and retelling of what is canon uh, now that Disney's over is that um, Metachlorians aren't talked about anymore. <laughs> yeah. Thank well, they're, they're still. Um, it seems like they're still, I guess, kind of paying attention to the prequels um, and the fact that they existed. Um, sure. And the, so maybe they'll try to explain that better. Gargan still exists. Yeah. Well, I mean, like the, uh, I enjoyed the fact that uh, they're they're moving more, at least in the comics, uh, on force objects. Yes. They dealt with that a lot in the Lando comic. They dealt with it in. The uh, the journey to the Force Awakens mm-hmm. comic uh, that objects can influence your Force sensitivity. They can uh, influence 
um, your feelings towards the Force, whether it be uh, a Sith object or a Jedi object. And um, I think that that was sort of touched upon uh, in, in, in my hypothesis, at least, which is why uh, Kylo Ren keeps Darth Vader's mask with him. Yeah. To well, sort of remind him that he wants to be Sith, even though he has conflicted feelings. Well, there, there was a whole scene about that where he said he apologized right. to the mask. Yeah. He said, "I'm sorry, Please you know, I felt back, I yeah. felt the light side, you know, coming in." When, when and, I, it, and I think, but then, but they never really explained what that was. Whereas in the Lando comic, they get real into, um, okay, well, these Sith objects can make you more Sith or make a normal person Sith. Huh. Well, and when he takes his mask off, um, you yeah. know, when uh, um, uh, uh, Ray tells him, you know, I, I, I don't want to look at a monster or whatever in her English accent, um, and he takes that mask off and he, and he puts it in that, like, tray of ashes. My, yeah. my assumption was that those were, those were ashes from uh, Vader's uh, uh, funeral pyre. Pyre, yeah. Yeah. It was, it was, trying to figure out how to say that word um but <laughs> what i read was that they're saying that those are the i went a- back to the doors to know that <laughs> Thank love you. is like a funeral <laughs> oh <fire>. shit yeah <laughs> Why, oh man <laughs> um they're saying that those are the ashes of his victims or something so i cool somewhere along the lines he was killing some people and burning them and that's where he stores his helmet and and by wearing that helmet with that evil well uh, i mean surrounding as, him. as dark as it is that was probably the best part of revenge of the sith is where Anakin just went crazy and just started killing people, mm-hmm. <laughs> including the ki- the younglings. Oh, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, when he, you know, as dark the as that is. The best part of all of those movies, by the way. Yeah. I, I like the, oh. uh, what, what's the uh, um, robot chicken version of it when he's dreaming of uh, the, the flowers in the fields and he's just, he's just <laughs> dancing and cutting the heads off the flowers <laughs> and, and dreaming of uh, Padme. Oh, Padme. And he's just cutting these heads off. And he wakes yeah. up and that's the kids. Yeah, that's all the dead kids. <laughs> I love the meme where it shows uh, Obi-Wan handing yeah. Luke to Skywalker. It says, oh, yeah, your father killed 15 kids with yeah. this. Like, yeah. enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Fantastic. So um, I, haven't read, I haven't read the Poe Dameron uh, um, comic yet. There's only been one. Jay, I'm yep. assuming you've read it? Uh, yeah, because... Yeah, you're Jay. Yeah. I actually <laughs> read that one, too. You did? Oh, Pretty you did? Good, yeah. Okay, so now does it take... Uh, where... I guess where is it in uh, chronologically? Mm, uh, it's right before Force Awakens. Okay. Yeah, right before. Does He's it, on a mission to go see Lor San Tekka, T E K K A. Who's Brewmeister Smith? Yeah. For anyone who's seen Strange yeah. Brew. Yeah. Level five. I mean, how about two? It, it was well points. done, though. I thought the art was really well done. The story was cool, and you know, no complaints. I I'd like to pick up the other ones when they come out. Do you know when they're coming out, Jay? Uh, I think this is going to be a monthly. Okay. So uh, now is it different? Actually, characters next issue each is month? five four sixteen. So, but yeah. is is it going to be so? Poe is they're all going to have their own comic run though. Well, I'm not sure. Or at least are, yeah. are they miniseries? It's it's a mini series because uh, okay. they did a Chewbacca mini series. They did a yeah. Lando mini series. They they did a uh, Vader one too, right? But Vader's just, an ongoing. They just started another ongoing? one okay. now I called Vader sure Down too. So there's two Vader ones going well, on. Well, Vader right Down now. was a um, a one shot, and then it bled into a uh, uh, a six issue arc 
crossing both Star Wars and the Vader comic. And then that sort of, that ended. Um, they did just start Obi-Wan and Anakin that yeah. takes place um, post uh, Phantom Menace pre-Clone Wars. Really? Oh, so, um, so which is between... actually surprisingly good. I was a little tentative. So in between it. Hayden Christensen and the uh, the kid. Yeah, well, it's it's more it's more uh, um, what's his nuts the original kid uh, that's now in jail. Jake Lloyd, who's yeah, it's more, at a psychiatric hospital. Yeah, yeah. it's more Jake Lloyd. Uh, I would probably go crazy if I was known as the worst child actor of all time, too. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. That, I'm sure that can wear on you. He looked hey, like he, he tried to grow a mustache. Stop. It didn't do Edward Furlong any help either. <laughs> yeah. But, oh. uh, well, yeah, no, are you so kidding me? It, it helped Edward Furlong. He's like, finally, they're not talking about me. They're talking about that kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Best thing to happen to him. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, Poe Dameron's going to be, uh, I believe, a miniseries. So thank God C-3PO was only one shot. It was a fine story, but it didn't. You, C-3PO doesn't need his own comic of anything. No, that's Ooh. what I was going to say. I mean, maybe a three-issue kind of thing. They could but do some kind of arc, but I can't imagine them keeping it going. Correct. Correct me if I'm wrong, uh, okay, you're Jake, wrong. but isn't there a uh, – I thought there was a book previous that uh, C-3PO was like an assassin and he like re- led this whole droid uprising. Did they just throw that whole storyline away from the book series that came out in like the mid-90s? Or well, yes. That's the whole – yeah, the every, everything that was um, – non-trilogy and non-prequel Disney just But said. they kept certain elements like Kylo right. Ren and things like that. So and the Knights of Ren are well, stayed. So they're going to they're going to pick and choose. Yeah, yeah because what comes in. But C3PO's badass back Because in the in those books he was awesome and had to be reprogrammed. Cuz in those books the original child of Han Solo and Leia was the a girl, the right? Redheaded so they're twins, right? They did, yeah, I think that yeah, they, they had were twins, twins, and then they that. had a bo- they had three kids. They had one called they named Anakin, and then they had two yep. boys, Jason and um. Well, we're, we're, or, it was a girl and a boy. Were the yeah, twins. I was gonna say they yeah, there had to be a girl. Uh, Jason spelled J E A C Y E N. That's not how you spell Jason. There was also, <laughs> yeah, I'm surrounded. There was by also them right a now. book in that uh, around that series that was all about bounty hunters and focused on like IG88. It's probably one of my the, favorite. Those were uh, always uh, my the bounty hunter tales. Yeah, yes. that was yeah. probably one of my favorite. Uh, novels of you know waiting for new star wars material yep yeah that was i remember just sitting at work not doing my job and reading that one um, <laughs> any, so anything, that was yesterday yeah it was pretty much every day <laughs> it, was, it is pretty much every day um yeah anything any books that came out that involved basically boba fett or bounty hunters um the han solo trilogy um and then yeah all of those are scrapped it honestly i it's I've mixed feelings on it um, in that uh, there's a lot of stuff there that people invested a significant amount of time both writing and reading. Um, however, there's also a lot of stuff in there that was just crazy sauce. Like, t- going back to comics, the original Marvel run of Star Wars oh, was, it was an acid nuts. Well, yeah. it made it was no sense. Content just for content's sake. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Again, was, though, that was like 1978, sure. 79, 80... Um, 
Comics were different back then. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, was, I was about to say, yeah, I'm, I'm sure the Batman run in 1978 was a little weird I as just, well. I, so, yeah. I mean, I grew up, you know, we kind of cross over here a little bit. I grew up watching um, the, uh, well, obviously the old Batman. I love Lucy, since, the original run. I did we, watch we those. Know. Yeah, Green Acres. Cause, cause watch me some Green Acres, Petticoat <laughs> Junction. Um, yeah, Sir Graves Ghastly. I and mean, we can go down all nah, the shit. I didn't that... get the old jokes. <laughs> I said, okay. I love Lucy, the original run. Fight uh, through it. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Lucy. <laughs> uh, but anyway, um, they, they, there was a Spider-Man uh, cartoon series that, that came out that at the time I didn't quite, I mean, I, I thought it was cool, but there was a lot I didn't understand. And now when I rewatch it, it's basically just one long acid trip. <laughs> uh, I, I think all all comics in the 70s were basically just acid trips. Well, how about that really weird uh, Spider-Man movie? From like late seventies, early eighties, maybe it was. Was that the TV, TV show, show where he had the cans on his eyes? Yeah, but then yeah. they they did like a yeah TV movie to start yes. out with, and they, yeah, yep. that was just weird. Well, I remember the the Iron Man movie where he basically was a barrel, <laughs> and he was he was handicapped, and he would get in. I loved that because I would make my Legos, and I would make the van, and I would make my dude, and and Lego dudes back then were weren't these little minifigures. They were they were four, five, six inches tall, and you could make them into this Iron Man guy with arms. And stuff. Weren't those Duplos? <laughs> Basically, you know, my Legos were very similar to Duplos. Then they came out with advanced builder sets. I Here's the thing. I can talk about a few things in life. It's basically Legos, Star Wars, um, or making a murderer, if we want to go there, but I don't think we do. No, uh, no I haven't seen it. So. Yeah. GQ, what do you think? About what? Uh, you tell me, babe. <laughs> <laughs> About what? How's, how's that plane trip? <laughs> you, still, it's always good. Still coming in, man. It's babe? always a good trip from Hotland. In, in his defense, GQ, before the show, he's like, you know, I'm not that big of a Star Wars fan, so I mean, let's let's talk about that, but then let's move on to some other stuff that yeah. I might know about. <laughs> well, and we can do that. I mean, we uh, we can talk Batman versus Superman because we just that's an excellent movie. That was way. an excellent movie, and if you watch <laughs> it, there is a Metropolis police officer that looks. Gosh, awfully similar to you, but just without all the just hair. Just not so hairy. Yeah. Yeah. Just without the beard and without the hair. Dude, how cool is that that you were in that movie? I you know, I it was almost two years ago that I filmed. Yep. And I've been waiting for two years to be able to see if I'm ever gonna end up right. because you never right. know whether they're gonna cut it out. Well, you could have turned out like that tool bag at uh at the oh, friggin' Jesus Kevin Christ. Smith thing. Yeah. Talk about that I guy. recorded this and yeah. they cut me and then they they had me and the, I had a hero shot and they cut me. Yeah, he's yeah. what's full. Oh. Oh, man. <laughs> but um, yeah, it was so it was great. To, I mean, the scene was cut down from what it you know normally was, right. but I I made it. <laughs> I you got made it. You had a line, I, and then there, um, and I'm in the credits. You're so. in. The, yeah, you've got, dude. You have a yeah. credit in a friggin' DC movie. A huge am, DC movie. I am technically part of the DC universe. You are. <laughs> However, I do hear that there is this guy that was in a crowd scene that. Uh, um, the director really loved, but yes. he was cut, and he was much more important. Oh, yeah, he was absolutely. an advanced extra, or a yeah. was upgraded, that? upgraded extra. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but he didn't make the movie. To Nick and GQ that don't know what we're oh, talking yeah. about. Sorry, guys, <laughs> <laughs> and anybody who's listening. Listening. Um, <laughs> we uh, Jay and Rick and myself. We went to uh, uh, Fat Man on Batman Live with uh, Kevin Smith and Mark Bernard, and, 
And uh, I had tweeted Kevin Smith before, and I got front row tickets by, by way of Rick, actually. You're welcome. And uh, you're, you know, thank you. Um, and I tweeted Kevin Smith. I'm like, hey, I'm actually in the movie. So, you know, if you want to talk about it, you know. And I was hoping to get pulled up on stage because you never know. And uh, the only reason really I wanted to be pulled up on stage and talk to him, I wanted to get my business card to him because yeah. I want to be in a Kevin Smith movie. That's the whole reason why I wanted to do this. I wanted to be part of the View Askew universe. But uh, so we're there, and uh, he's like, "Yeah, we, we've, you know, they, they're talking about Batman and how it's, it was filmed here." And the, then all of a sudden, he's like, "Yeah, we we met a guy that was actually in the movie backstage, and uh, where is he? Let's bring him up on stage." And they pulled this guy up on stage, who talked for ten minutes about how he's an extra. He <laughs> talked about himself. Supposedly, was an extra in like five different scenes, but every single one got cut out. Right, right. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, "This is." And you ridiculous. could see, so so we're sitting, you know, up in the balcony area watching this. And as soon as he mentioned it, we're like, "Oh shit, he's gonna call Jam! He's gonna call Jam!" And then this tool bag comes walking out, <laughs> and his skinny jeans and who wants and to hear I, from that guy. Wah, no, wah, nobody, wah, like, who, who nobody. And you could see, you could tell. So there's Kevin Smith, like, oh. Fuck! I yeah. got this guy up here. He's playing along with them. He's asking him a couple questions, and the guy then started talking about something he's filming now. And it looked oh. like he had a script in his hand or something. You're yeah. shitting me. Well, yeah. the the project he did oh. talk about though, he talked about uh, is actually my buddy's project, Matt Bush. He's a Star Wars artist, mm-hmm. and he's making a movie, uh, Aladdin thirty four seventy seven, where it's basically Aladdin in the future. Which is a cool project, but this guy is somehow. I disagree. <laughs> I, yeah, I've heard of Matt Bush. It was cool until this guy said he was in it. I see you, Madabi. I see you. Oh, hey, bud. How hey, you doing, bud? Oh, the headphones are on, so she can't hear us. Sorry, everybody. Uh, Jay's wife just walked into the shot, and she's gone. Um, and she gave me a beverage. So, hey, oh, good. Oh, can she come over that here? We're, I'm dry. Yeah. Where's my wife bringing me beverages? Yep. Damn it. Anyway, so yeah, th- this guy got up there and talked in he literally every story that he told was supposedly that he was in these shots and but it got cut out. So my theory is that the guy is full of it. He saw the yeah. movie and was like, "Oh, I was here and I was there, but it got cut out." Because my experience is, you know, with ac- extras especially, when they call you in for one scene, they don't call you in for different scenes because you're already burnt. Just in case you do end up in camera, they don't yeah. want the same people ended up. So I don't know. I think the guy made up a lot of the stuff. But well, the one scene supposedly he had an actor. On. I don't believe you. No, he wasn't an actor. He was a, he was a backer. He was an extra. Yeah. <laughs> but so then you could you could see um, Kevin Smith just basically going, "This is a bad idea. I don't want to call anyone else up." <laughs> yeah. And 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 at that point, I was watching this going, "Please don't call Jay up." Yeah, because at that point, all then I look like that, this guy. Yeah, all his stink is on you. Yeah. And so, <laughs> and, and sadly, I was glad that, that you, you didn't go up at that point. And don't, don't get me wrong. The extras are very important. And they, but this guy, just I think he was just full of shit. And he yeah. was up there, and he sat for and talked for like 10 minutes. Yeah. Well, did you see him? when? So we're walking out of the building. I don't know why we're talking about this dude. <laughs> I want to I go back to talking about Star Wars. But, but real quick, we're walking out of the building and this guy's holding court out front of the Fox Theater <laughs> while people are walking out. He's just standing there like, come and talk to me. I'm important. And we're just like, oh, fuck. So GQ, did Second you see, did you see Batman? Yeah. I did. What do you I think, did. babe? <laughs> Let's get back to this. Honestly, man, I liked it. I'm, I liked it, but the best way to describe it is I would say 7 out of 10 total. Okay. 
Seven out of ten. Yeah, I mean, and even I'm I'm biased because I was in it, but yeah. I'm about I'm about the same because there's oh. it, it was a very long movie, and the thing it that I thought long. about it afterward because uh, I went and saw it with my wife. And I had to explain to her a bunch of stuff. I had to explain to her who Darkseid was. I had to explain to her who Parademons are, you know. And if she hadn't had me there to explain it, some of the stuff in the movie, she wouldn't have any idea what was going on. And so I thought about that after. I'm like, yeah, that is actually a good point. Those people that are going to see that aren't avid comic book readers... They're like, who are these like winged creatures like flying around all of a sudden? They don't, right. they, you know, they don't know any better. Right. I I, I like you now we're gonna start talking about the Kevin Smith thing, but him explaining Jay Muse and and uh, watching this movie with them, and they both basically looked at each other like parademons. Yeah. And how thrilled they were, and it basically changed his entire perspective of the movie. Yeah. And for us comic book guys who know who parademons are, know who Dark Side is, yeah, we were like, holy crap, we got to see parademons. But yep. my wife, who's not a comic book fan, she's like, what is that thing? Yeah. <laughs> how could fuck? you marry someone that yeah. d- who doesn't know what Dark Side is? Come on, let's go. <laughs> oh, you know what? Go get go get Sarah and ask her if she knows what Dark Side. There is. we go, dude. I don't even know who the fuck that is. So, <laughs> <laughs> so how do you guys how do you guys feel about Ben Affleck as Batman? I was just gonna ask like, that. What what are we I thinking? Like it. I'll tell you what I don't like is Jesse Eisenberg as anything because fuck that guy. <laughs> his. his <laughs> The Lex Luger that he played. Lex Luger. Lex Luger. Oh <laughs> he was putting Lex Batman Lex in a torture rack. Fuck Lex crazy. Luther. <laughs> Fuck me. Lex torture rack. <laughs> We're Luther. drinking. Awesome. Uh, so yeah, the Lex Luther that he played was <laughs> was so based on the Riddler, and and uh, and it was shit. Not even based on the sucks. Riddler. Based on. Jim Carrey's Riddler. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and slightly um the Suicide Squad Joker in a way. I thought that yeah. was terrible casting. I I mean I, I I'm obviously I don't like Jesse Eisenberg in anything, but let alone <laughs> being Lex Luthor. I mean, come on, man. Like that's just I don't know. No. I thought it was a terrible well, like I... that lost me from the trailer. Like I grudgingly went to go see that movie, like to be honest with you. But I mean if one of my good buddies wasn't in it, you know, maybe I wouldn't have gotten seen it at all. Henry? <laughs> Henry, know, your good buddy dude. Henry Cavill? Yeah, <laughs> right. Dude's got some abs. But, you know, I mean, he's, for me it was, I wouldn't beautiful. even, I mean, ridiculous. 7 yeah. out of 10 I think is even generous because my whole theory is. We got to come back oh, to that. The summer blockbusters, like if you look at another franchise like the Terminator series or Fast and the Furious or uh, like anything that's a big summer hit. People are, you know, they know they're just popcorn movies, but regardless of, like, people pick apart the plot holes and uh, Jurassic Park, whatever, but I feel like comic book movies kind of get the pass a lot of times, you know, just because they're comic book movies that, but even though they're just littered with potholes and subpar acting a lot of the times and just, like, shit that does not make any sense, uh, people just kind of overlook it because, ooh, look, Iron Man, like, you know what I mean? So I don't... I think people are are overly generous with well, with their reviews on comic book movies because the comic book heroes themselves are so close to our hearts and and uh, but as as just as, as a movie goer experience like I don't know man like everything that people are raving about lately like I mean even Deadpool I mean I enjoyed it yeah but I didn't think it was like 
the okay. greatest movie like no, of the summer or whatever. You know, I don't know. Wait, 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 wait. That now was Deadpool was so fucking awesome, dude. <laughs> yeah. What what was your problem with Deadpool? <laughs> nothing. I mean, nothing. But I'm just saying, like as as a whole, we go into comic book movies uh, the same way we go into St- Star Wars movies, where we're a little more lenient on being critical of it. Yeah. Even though if you're not a comic book movie, or for me, like. I I've never read a Doctor Strange comic in my life. I don't give a shit. I don't care about Benedict Cumberbatch. I don't care like at all. That just because it's a, it's based on a comic book doesn't mean that I have to like have to get all pumped for it. Like I honestly don't give a shit. I haven't and seen I that trailer that's yet, okay. but everyone says it's sweet. Oh no, I I mean it's it's probably going to be really cool, but I mean at the same time like if it was if it's not a Marvel or, or even a DC property, would people be as excited or would people be as uh, forgiving for a lot of glaring uh, movie faux pas, to well, be honest? I don't think that that happened at all with Batman vs. Superman because it is the two biggest comic book characters of all time and people just shat all over it. Yeah. So I think that 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 I think that that's expectations over. Expectations are so high. Yeah, with, yeah. With two, yeah. you know, but it's gotten to the point. Characters. You were right, Nick. Like it does, didn't matter what the movie was. If it was comic book movie, it kind of got a pass, regardless. Just because we were just so happy to see a comic book movie exactly. on the screen. But I think that's over now with with Batman vs Superman because holy crap, did it take a beating? Well, and I, I think part of that beating. Go ahead, Jay. Yeah, but it sold how many tickets too. though? It sold how many tickets? Fantastic oh, Four yeah. sold four tickets. How many yeah. Batman <laughs> vs Superman sold a shitload? Well, we, it did, but it's dropped off. It's dropped off domestically. But the thing yeah. we also have to realize is most of these movies, even a lot of these movies, sometimes they know in the states they're going to tank. Right. But overseas they do a ridiculous amount of business. Like Terminator Genesis, like you were saying, it tanked here, but it made so much money in China. They're going to make another one just because of how much it made over there. Like, it tanked here, but because it makes such a, a big uh, dollar amount in China, they're, they're going to continue on with the with the. Uh, I mean, with they, the they can station. only dress up Arnold so much. That's what CG's for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, his son looks kind of like him now. That, well, it's his illegitimate son. What, the maid's kid? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. His son looks like him when he did Conan. Or, yeah. Yeah, Conan. Cool. Yeah. But um, and I was does gonna say, I, with, does he have a kid with Skeletor too? What's her name? Yeah. Oh, oh uh, Maria Shriver. No, I don't think they had any kids. I thought they did. Did they? Yeah, they did. did yeah, they? I thought they had a. Yeah, because one of them was dating Miley Cyrus for a while. Yeah. Oh, I don't keep up with that stuff. Oh, we're Patrick. Yeah. I just, I just remember the joke like being that the reason they got married was they wanted to make a bulletproof uh, uh, Kennedy. Because uh, she, uh, she has wow. Kennedy. Yeah, sorry, that's an old joke. Yeah. Anyway, I was going to yeah, say the, the the reason why I think people panned on on Batman Superman, or at least were so harsh on it. I I loved it. Um, loved. Other than it, I did. I loved it. I thought it was great. Um, what do you give it out of ten? Uh, I would say an eight and a half. An eight. Um, definitely higher than a is it eight, seven. A love is that's a B boring, minus. Really love. I, I mean, you know, I'm Italian, man. I love anything, anything 50% up. I'm, I'm loving. Okay. I'm just, <laughs> I'm an Italian. I just, I love everything. But, but, but it's because it followed Deadpool, and I think yep. Deadpool just yeah. crushed. Um, yeah. Deadpool set a bar that, um, 
comic book movies are going to have a hard time hitting. I mean, they're already, as soon as Deadpool came out and was doing well, they already started talking about how the next Wolverine movie has to be an R-rated movie um, because it's going to be Because of the general badassery. Yes. Yeah. Well, the thing yeah. is with Deadpool, though, it was a rated R comic book movie, which kind of set up... I mean, Blade was actually the first one. Yeah. But this one was the biggest, like, uh, mainstream, like, everybody was waiting to see it. And it did great, but the thing about Deadpool was, yeah, it had the the violence and everything for the you know that made it rated R. But it was a good story altogether, mm-hmm. you know, sure. and it had a lot to deal with, you know, with I mean, as much as they joked about it and stuff like that, the story was about him and his girl. It was yep. a, like a classic love story. Yep. And you could tell Ryan Ryan Reynolds um, just support and love for Deadpool in that. Um, the fact that he agreed to the Deadpool from uh, that uh, X Men uh, Origins movie was yeah. it Origins? Yeah, yeah Wolverine, Wolverine Origins, Origins, right? Yeah. Um, the the fact that he agreed to that did that just so that okay, are they going to give me some money to do a real Deadpool? Um, but I, I I thought somewhere down the road wasn't he just doing some um, uh, like some some uh, costume testing or something with the Deadpool suit, and then that w- people were buying in just because of that. Well, the story that I heard was that they they've been he'd been trying to get money for this movie to be made yeah. for years, for like eight years, and just couldn't get money to be made. But they shot some test footage that wasn't supposed to get leaked, but they purposely <laughs> yeah. leaked it out yeah. to get fans talking about it. Because as soon as fans saw that, and I was one of them, I saw that I was like. Holy crap! This is friggin' amazing. Well, it was literally ripped from the pages of the comic book and plastered right on the screen. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which is the best. You know, it's another topic, but which is the greatest thing about the Flash TV show? It is a, a living, embodied comic book. Everything is like yep. a, a splash page. It's it's amazing. But that's what, exactly what it was. It was just like a Deadpool comic, brought to life, put on screen, and they purposely release that test footage just so that people could see it and go, we need a whole movie of this. Yeah. I haven't watched a single Flash episode or Gotham yet. Oh, I, I, Gotham, Gotham is really good. I, I like Gotham, and it's getting even better now. Yeah. But Flash, I mean, it, it, I love it. Flash yeah. is so great. Because <laughs> you get to see all these characters that you never would have thought that you would see really? on screen. <laughs> I mean, they, if you guys talk Daredevil, I'm gonna have to mute you because oh. uh, I'm not totally caught up yet. I, I still have I'm like two either. or three episodes well, where are to go I, on the Netflix yeah, I'm, series. I'm about. Uh, have you seen episode, or season one? Oh uh, yeah, I, okay. I mean, I I had already watched season one, okay. and I heard uh, about Punisher, and I've only watched like two or three episodes of the new season. Yeah, I've just been. I'm only. Too busy. Episode, I'm only in episode five. I think, yeah, too. I'm like four or five in. Um, yeah, I finished. Okay, cool. Did you finish it, Jay? Yeah, really? He finished it that night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, from what I've seen, though, John Bernthal is absolutely killing it as Punisher. Perfect. Yes. He's so oh, amazing. Yeah. And on that, I think people are overly critical of Tom Jane because The Punisher is my fi- my personal favorite comic book hero. And I don't know, like I was always, I thought people were way too hard on Tom Jane for the Travolta Punisher uh, movie of the early two thousands. I'm going to be honest. Yeah, I thought it was good. Uh, Dolph Lundgren did one as well. 
right? There's been a couple yeah, Punisher that movies. Was not good. No, that one sucked. Yeah, that's the only one I saw. Kevin Ash was awesome in the Punisher movie with Tom Jane too, where with his yep. big Where's Waldo striped shirt. John, Tra- in there John Travolta shit. was a great heel in that movie. Yeah, well, they and it didn't uh, was it um, was it I Mark Panette, the comedian? Didn't uh, Kevin Nash come in and kill him and uh, while they're making spaghetti or something? Something, and then he's. Uh, I just I, I love Mark Panette as a comedian. That's why I recognized him. That was uh, um, the guy who did the uh, the Chinese buffet skit. Or oh bit. yeah yeah yeah. No idea. No, I'm lost. <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> you ate all the food. You go but home now. I thought now. Tom Jane was good. Yeah, I but no, Tom it was Jane great. Was um, actually, I didn't mind the the last one too. What is it? Uh, Warzone. Or I War? never saw that. To be honest. Yeah, that one was fun. Uh, yeah. I thought that got really overshadowed by uh, Dread because that that's been yes. my thing. Everyone's like, oh. Uh, Deadpool's the only rated R. I was like, Dread was like three right. years ago, and that was super rated R. Right, and right. Well, yeah, we the, all those slow mo scenes and like Lena Headey like getting pushed off that building at the end and like exploding. Like that was that movie was raw. Like I loved the Dread movie. I thought that was fantastic. So I, I just came back from the bathroom as I was leaving. I heard you talk about the Thomas Jane version of the Punisher. Yes, I thought he did great too, and uh, I don't know if you guys have ever seen it, but he kind of did what what they tried to do with uh, with Deadpool. My mic screwed up. We're good. Okay. Yeah, I know. Um, There was a short movie that they did. Oh, there we go. I can hear myself better. There was a short that Thomas Jane did as a Punisher. It was like a five, six minute, maybe eight minute. I don't know exactly. And I forget what it was called. I wish I knew. But if you could look up on YouTube, they did a short. little Punisher movie to try to get some uh to try to get some interest so that they would do a sequel with Thomas Jane. And he he did this you know, it was really well produced and it was badass. He was he was beating people with Jack Daniels bottles. It was amazing. Really? But nothing ever came of it. And then and that's just out on yeah. YouTube? Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, it's like an eight minute short. And it, it's really good. Thomas Jane, I thought he I thought he did great as a Punisher. Well I got some shit yeah. to watch then. This uh, the uh, I forget the what's the cat's name that plays it in the in Daredevil, the Walking Dead dude. Yeah, um, he, uh, Jay said his name earlier. I'm sorry, John Bernthal. Yeah, yeah. There we go. Yeah. Um, Dirty. I'm sorry. I just looked it up on YouTube. It's called Dirty Laundry Bootleg. Uh, it's a Punisher. It's called Punisher Dirty Laundry Short Film. Cool. I'll check that out, Jay. It's t- it's actually ten minutes and fifteen seconds. But yeah, it's pretty cool. badass. But uh, yeah, the the new Punisher guy though he. He just adds a depth and a a level of emotion that I don't think any of the other ones really went to the to the places that he's gone. Well, just like a lack of uh, emotion or a lack of yeah. Um, uh, oh my! One of my dogs just farted. Oh well, Dolph, yeah, like, Dolph was, Lundgren can only show so much emotion. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. Yeah, well, like Dolph Lundgren didn't even have a Tom skull. Jane was, yeah. Tom Jane was a wreck. You know, for that entire movie because of losing his family in the way he did, which was, you know, a really good portrayal of how the comics did it, too, I thought. Uh, You know, I mean, I'd like to see them do what I'd really like to see the Punisher do is do some of the, you know, with with the way things are going with like Daredevil going rated R and all this stuff is to really see the um, Deadpool, you mean? What was the series? Uh, the Punisher Max series were all really good. Um, they were super violent, like our you know mature content 
comics that came out, uh, I don't know, a couple years ago. And just really, really good stuff. There's one called Kitchen Irish that's really good. And uh, I'd really like to see that because the Punisher should be killing as many people as possible. So I'm, I'm glad he's in Daredevil where he's allowed to do that. But yeah. I think I wouldn't be surprised if he got his own spinoff series or even a movie uh, within the next couple of years for sure. Oh, I, I, totally I hear that. Expect that's what that, they're going to do. I, yeah, I totally expect Netflix to do. Yeah, Netflix is talking about a, a spinoff for him and then the Defenders series. Well, that yeah. was originally it was supposed to be they were all supposed to have their individuals and then do a Defenders. They were only supposed to do one season of Daredevil oh. and one season of Jessica Jones, one season of Iron Fist, and one season of Luke Cage. That's a and then cross they, check? And no then, penalty? Oh, okay. They called it. <laughs> and then they were going to do the Defenders, but Daredevil got so much popularity oh that first God. season that they're like, well, we can't wait to do the Defenders. We have to do a season two. Yep. And and it's amazing, yeah. And John Bernthal is brutal. As I mean, he's he's just straight up killing motherfuckers. Yeah, <laughs> and that's the way it should be. That's yeah. the way it should be too. So no sugarcoating it. Nope. Now, what did you guys think of the uh, the Civil War trailer? Great. Which I one? Mean, I'm excited. The for newest it. one with Spidey. The Spidey. Yeah. Hi guys. Oh man. I I I guess I didn't really get the. I mean, again, I I mean. It's cool, and I thought it was a great representation of the co- uh, of the comic. But I don't know. I I was already you know stoked enough. I mean, Spider Man is Spider Man, though. So I mean, we'll just have to see if it's uh, well, Spider Man in an actual part. Marvel movie too. That's what yeah. it is for me. Yeah. I'm so excited to actually see Spider Man in an actual Marvel. Did adaptation. you Did you see that they've announced like Sony the, or Fox or uh, Sony, Sony finally gave it back to Marvel because they were shit. Yeah, I read that. Well, but, yeah. Well, who's going to play him now? Oh, or so who is playing Tom him? Tom Holland, I think, is the kid's yeah. name. Yeah. Jay knows all the actors. He's, uh, well, you know, we, we all hang out together. You're in the business. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, but this kid's, like, legit. They're doing I mean, he's only, week, he's only like, 16, 17 years right. old. Which is perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the thing that I liked about that trailer, when you saw the eyes retract. Yes. Oh, dude. Everyone shit their pants. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> what's, his, what's his name again, Jay? I'm looking it up. Tom uh, Holland. H-O-L-L-A-N-D. Um, so the thing that, that made that so cool for me was, like, all the things that it could mean. Like, because we all know, well, uh, people that are in the comics know about how uh, Tony Stark built an Iron Spider suit for, you know, so he helped him, you know, he helped Spider-Man and built a suit for him. This is obviously not the Iron Spider right. suit, thank God, because that would be ridiculous yeah, on screen. Stunk. But those eyes, kid before in my life. those eyes retracting could mean that that's, you know, a Tony Stark suit. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah. It has tech in it. So, I, I, yeah, that, I mean, there's just so many possibilities that they, they Well, and they just, with, they uh, announced the title of the, uh, the, Spider-Man, you know, solo movie or oh, whatever they? they call it. And it's called yeah. Spider-Man Homecoming. Oh, really? Which is perfect. I mean, if that's his, his you know, first true movie. Yeah. What's yeah. that? If oh, he's in high be. school, yeah. Yeah, they, might, they could have called it Spider-Man uh, Sadie Hawkins. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but that would have been but ridiculous. That would have been so. kind of, yeah. <laughs> um, I just love the fact that they're, they're allowing, finally, Spider-Man to show emotion with yeah. those eyes now. Yeah. And Deadpool did that pretty good because Deadpool's eyes could open, close. Yeah. Uh, it's not a lucha mask now where you can't see the right. face at all. Right. Exactly. And that was the worst part about the first Spider-Man movie, which I did enjoy, was that the scenes where you had Green Goblin and Spider-Man together, it's literally two static faces 
Yeah, exactly. I agree. <laughs> Talking I agree. to each other. So here's a question. Who should be the new, um, what's her name? Uh, Mary you know. Jane or Gwen? Yeah. yeah which, See, it all which depends on which one going? they go. Yeah. They, they go Gwen, yeah, I Gwen guess or Mary right. Jane. I think they got to go Gwen and... If he's that young, they yeah. should go Gwen. Yeah. But I think they, they got to go Gwen, but... You know what? Regardless of Spider-Man, how badass does Black Panther look? Yes. Holy Dude. Has anybody read Black Panther number one yet? No. no. Oh, okay, Is it good? Mind. Jay, you already read it. <laughs> yeah. <it's> <laughs> <laughs> Jay, what do you so uh, what do you have them pulling for you right now? What's what's your subscriptions? Oh shit. Um and where do you go? What shop do you go to? I go to Detroit Comics. Oh, okay. Uh I have Is that Batman. the one on Woodward. Well, Woodward. Woodward, Woodward and Ferndale, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I feel like we should, we should plug the other one on John R. That's your buddy. Comics yeah, comics and more. more. Chris yeah. Chris Brown. Yep, he's he's my boy. Okay, we're even now. Uh, <laughs> I have been the... to both of those establishments. Yep. Oh, Batman. Uh, um, what you call it? Uh, Detective Comics, JLA, Justice League, um, Green Lantern, um, the Green Lantern Corpse one that would that died and now it's Green Lantern. Something Oblivion or something. I don't know. And then uh, for Marvel, I have uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, um, Deadpool, Mercs for Money, um, Star Wars, Anakin and Obi-Wan. Pretty much all the Star Wars ones. All the Star Wars ones, basically. (laughs) And... uh, yeah, but I mean, the, the, you're dropping a good amount every time you go in there. Then you're, oh, you're, and Uncanny Avengers. Oh, and Drax, because CM Punk writes that. So now they now they're calling the Avengers. Is that any good? Uncanny? Is CM Punk's writing any good? Well, Drax just sort of grunts and kills people, so it's pretty good. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's pretty much all CM Punk does too. So yeah, well, without so. the killing people, he just grunts. <laughs> yeah, honestly, it's going nowhere. It's it's I'm I've decided I'm going to give it uh, five six issues and then tap out. But they just introduced Fing Fang Foom, so I'm into that. Oh, really? Do you think they would ever do like a uh, Kevin Smith uh, Green Arrow? Well, he did Green Arrow for yeah. a while. Yeah, I know. They I'm just re-released it in like a in a, oh. a hardcover because uh, my so I go through things from another universe, which is a website. And then I have them pull anything that's that's Kevin Smith, and they just sent me a hardcover of uh, Green Arrow. Hmm. Well, they uh, and that'd be cool if they did a movie of it and he directed it. You know, that'd be badass. Yeah. Uh, well, he's directing a, a, a an episode, or at least one uh, or two episodes. He, he of did Arrow, one episode of, of the Flash. Flash. Yeah, yeah. He, he's cool. That, that one's done. That's going to be showing. It's before the end of the season, but um, he's. I really liked his series that he did, uh, the Batman um, Widening Gyre. Uh, uh, Tampa Bay just scored again. Is it? Um, he Kid. did. Uh, he did. Was it cacophony? And then yes. winding winding gyre. I and didn't read that one. Winding gyre was cool. I like that. And then he has another one on deck that goes right after winding gyre. They just haven't finished it up. Yeah. So as as far as according to him, whenever he does do another comic, it's going to be this continuation on on this Batman series he's done that was which always... takes place before the new 52 so it's it's old canon okay oh which is well, cool it's all blowing up now did you know this Jay I, I've heard this that they're they're blowing it up again they're blowing it up again at issue 52 oh, the new 52 ends um and it's gonna be uh rebirth 
And one of the things that is, it's almost going to make me tap out on a couple of the books because they're going, uh, most of the DC books are now going bi-monthly. Oh, really? Um, yeah, Marvel, a lot of their books went bi-monthly because they wanted to be able to say, well, you know, Spider-Man sells twice as many books as Batman a month. Well, yeah, you oh, had two Miss fucking Cole's going to come back, it looks like. He's offsides. Oh, here we go. Ooh, they're calling Toronto? Yeah, they're calling Toronto right now. That looks way Yeah, off- it's offsides. That guy looked way offsides. Um, but uh, that's, I think that when a, when a book goes bi-monthly, the art suffers and the writing suffers. Mm-hmm. And I really am a stickler for consistent art in a, in a book. And when you get... Uh, because it's pushed too fast? It's pushed too fast, and then you end up, um, they end up uh, like, um, siphoning off the art to, to like, uh, subcontractors. Yeah. And so you have a, a book or two here and there in the arc where that's... It's not consistent it, with what everything else looks like. Exactly, you know? exactly. And that bothers me a lot. Yeah, oh, absolutely. No, that would be shite. You know, that's one thing that's, that's, that pisses me off with Deadpool is that it's been bi, uh, bi-monthly for a while now, and Deadpool runs a story and then randomly goes into just sort of a one-shot as they sort of find new artists to come up and draw the next three-issue arc. Hmm. Now, I, now, I know that they've been trying to go with this. Has the digital comics... Are they doing well or not? I mean, uh, I mean, they're obviously still printing books. Yeah, they're doing well. In Marvel, every book comes with uh, a digital edition. So oh, so any, when you buy the book, you automatically get the digital? Correct. Oh, on ninety okay. percent of them, the the oh, uh, Deadpool sides. Cable uh, three <laughs> like uh, three issue off. series uh, for some reason Escape didn't have off. a digital. But everything else Marvel does, DC does not do digital uh, free with a issue. You have to buy, you have to buy that separately. Huh, that's interesting. We're watching this uh, play call or this uh, wings challenge of the offsides or the goal. He's offside by a mile. Yeah. Why, yeah. What's yeah. taking so yeah, long? Toronto's a long way away. No goal. Wave, wave the arms. Did he? There no goal. Go. No goal. Nice. No goal. Yeah. They found the two leaf, leaf, uh, wings fans. There we go. <laughs> I, but yeah, I noticed they they keep, they, them, they keep them from going there. They set up some uh, cameras on the blue line. That must be a play. Sky Devian's uh, there right now, Jay, with his daughter. Oh, in Tampa. You remember that guy? Yeah, he was like there on vacation, and he got hooked up with tickets. Oh, I can't imagine a lot of fans in Florida go to a hockey game. I know Tampa's. A, a, a good team, and certainly with, with Steve Eisman running it. You're thinking of Florida. Tampa's well, actually got a pretty good Yeah, uh, I went to a game in Tampa this year. Uh, and it was... Um, yeah, it was packed. Really? Yeah, yeah Florida Panthers are shit. Their arena's awesome. They're, right? Florida's fucking second place, brother. They're sweet. And uh, but, they... Uh, they went from almost moving to having the lowest attendance to breaking all their attendance yeah. records. Really? Yager... Yager oh, and yeah. all their young guys lit it up this year. Yeah. So, and they got Luongo back. Like they're dangerous. How man. about Yager? Still hats, going hats off strong. to Yager. Still being yeah. relevant. No he's unbelievable. Yeah. He's, <laughs> he's from a different planet. Yes. Do you think Nicholas Lidstrom could still be playing right now? I think he could. Probably. Yeah. I mean, the way he played. Everything. Yeah. He could. I mean, not to the level that he did, but the way he played. Yeah. He yeah. didn't get physical. He I, wasn't. He wasn't an overly aggressive defenseman. He was just. 
a he couldn't great be, he defense. couldn't be on your top line. Yeah. He couldn't he's not a top line defense. Well, not now. No, well, no. because the game's but, gotten so physical. Yeah. yeah. But, but yeah, but it, think it, of how Chelios was when he was like 45. We still had him on the third defensive pairing I think and Chelios he was a could stud. play right now too. That dude, that dude's a friggin' machine. I don't know about that. Yeah, I think he, his last couple of years were uh, <laughs> Yeah, they were they yeah, they were oh, suspect. I he was just in it for the check at that point. For sure. Yeah, and for I sure. think that's going to be an interesting thing with the uh, the NHL now is that you used to have sort of legacy players that you kept on your team forever just because they'd been there forever, and you could do that because there was no is that cap. That's And that's what was my, my point was going to be was that I think Datsuk's the entire Datsuk colliery is going to scare people off of giving uh, somebody a contract um, because. The wings are going to be screwed next year with yeah. seven million in dead space. How does that even work? Where they? I honestly don't, they, I I don't, honestly don't necessarily believe that he'll leave just yet. I think uh, yeah. he released a statement. Yeah, he released a statement saying he's go- he's going back to Russia. But I, he I, released I, a statement that he uh, he wasn't one hundred percent sure yet, though. Is what he said. He was, he was getting pressured by the press last, yeah, last, yesterday yeah. about it. I and, just don't understand how him him cutting out like that can still go against our cap. That doesn't make any sense to me. Because that was part of the whole lockout, and that yeah. was part of the players' agreements if they were over 35. So, I mean, that's that's a situation that the Players' Association fought for and, you know, won on, <laughs> and now Detroit's kind of screwed. So, but yeah, does but that mean he's still getting paid goes. next year? So if he goes to Russia, he's still going to get paid? Yeah, contracts oh, are guaranteed. Yeah. It's just like the and NBA it, now. Oh, they scored. And kind of like when uh, Magic retired, it completely messed up the Lakers' payroll and their cap for eight years. Yeah, but I, I mean, I could understand them if they have it in the contract, them still getting paid. But sure. if they're not playing, it should not go against the cap. Yeah, I 100% agree. I 100% agree. It. But I guess the the reasoning for that is be, uh, they want to hold the team's uh, accounting. Uh, well, what they don't want you to do is somebody who front load um, or backload contracts. Exactly, right. backload a contract that uh, you know that he wouldn't take otherwise. He play by them, though. <laughs> and team. then uh, he retires, uh, and it's okay. So yeah, he's gonna get that uh, get that money, but it's not gonna count count against the cap. But how does it, that how does that work though? As far as like, what if somebody gets injured and the insurance ends up paying there? You know, if they're injured for six months or whatever, doesn't matter. It's all cap, Man. dead cap space. That's horrible because because well, they don't even they don't even pay I that salary. Their insurance pays that salary. Well, that's what I was saying. What, what I was thinking is, you know, if if Datsuk just says that he's going to stay, you know, sort of like what we did with Franz and, and then just say, okay, his ankle smoked. Uh, we're going to put him on uh, long-term IR. Then the, uh, we don't have to, you know, eat as much. Of, we'll have more cap space for next season, you know? So I don't know, man, it, it sucks, but I mean, I kind of feel like Pavel's been on borrowed time the last two or three seasons, anyways. Oh, his so. shoulder's been out. His knee, his ankles have been out. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Well, why they sign him to a three-year deal, Ben? I don't understand. Uh, that that's, that's you know that's Kenny Holland <laughs> being yeah. being. Uh, yeah. Has not been the god. That's that, loyalty, you know, is what that is. Yeah, the, the Illiches play play loyalty. I mean, jeez, the Franzen deal. Oh my! Is, Franzen yeah. deal, the Zetterberg deal, yeah. the, the, the Howard the, deal. 
uh, the Howard deal, and let's not forget letting uh, Philpa go to get Steven. We buy you out a year later, Weiss. Like, well, what about uh, letting Hosa go to sign Franzen? Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Didn't letting play. Hosa go. How's that Philpa's house? Bad. By the way, I don't think we that. really let Hosa go. I don't think Hosa wanted to be in Detroit, quite frankly, like no, one bit, no. and he, he only, made that abundantly clear. Well, he came here to uh, win a cup. He was That's playing in Detroit. Yeah. He came here for one year to win a cup and didn't yeah. win it, so he was he went know. to Pittsburgh and won a cup. No, no, it was the opposite. He was on Pittsburgh and lost, and then oh, he came yeah, to yeah, Detroit yeah. and yeah, then lost Chicago. again, and then went to Chicago yeah. and finally oh, won one. Free. He had three oh, consecutive there. Stanley Cups yeah. appearances with three different yeah. teams. Chicago smart because he's up. a piece of shit. He is a piece of shit. <laughs> but Chicago <laughs> yeah. smartened up that's and what, hired that's Scotty. What sports Bowman. are like now, though. Yeah. That's what sport, There's no loyalty in sports anymore. No, none. No. Oh, no. Look at the old LeBron yeah, what situation. Can we do? Sure. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, you know, joke, I mean. Man. It's a joke. I, I still don't understand how the Cleveland fans welcomed him back. Oh, no. Because no. he's, he's going to take him to the finals again? That's why. I don't That's know. That's why. They got to play the Pistons first. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Rick with the comedy. That's my. <laughs> I like yeah, it. I don't really watch the NBA. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do, but that's neither here nor there. <sighs> All right. Well, so I mean, take do we? <laughs> so we kind of slipped into the NHL there for a minute. Yeah. Um, do we want to take this back to Star Wars? Do we want to take this back to uh, where are we in comics right now? Oh man, my thing just died. This is not good. Um, you guys still there? Yeah, we're still yeah. here. What just happened? Fuck if I know. Okay then. I'm sorry. Guys. How long have we been Ten, going? Oh, about an hour. About an hour. Yeah, yeah, just about an hour. Yeah. Um, yeah, a little over an hour. Um, yeah, I was kind of thinking if we went about an hour and a half. Um, but I don't know where we're at right now. I mean, I do have some, uh, we got a couple things to promote here. Um, let me go right into those. Um, as we talked, you want- upcoming and upcoming, <laughs> yeah. Well, so yeah, I mean, we're recording this thing. We're recording this thing. What's today's date? It's Wednesday. I know that. It's the thirteenth. Thank you. It's the thirteenth. Um, XICW. This is where we all uh, congregate. This is where we all started. This is where we're all from. Uh, XICW uh, two thousand. Tw- <laughs> I had a couple beers, man. Those fucking IPAs are a little strong. <laughs> you know what uh, they are. Yeah. You oh. son of a bitch, that's right, they're that's strong. Right. <laughs> yeah, I'm a Miller Lite drinker, and you hand me one of them damn beers. Um, XICW uh, uh, 208, Sunday, April 17th at the Imperial House in Clinton Township. XICW Proving Grounds, Sunday, April 24th, the Ritz and Warren. Are you still in that, GQ? No, I'm, well, I'm, I'll be at the show. I'll yeah. be wrestling on the show. What, what happened there? That tournament. You know? I had, you know what? <laughs> you know, <laughs> for the sake of saving face... <laughs> I'm just going to keep my mouth shut. Yeah, all right. Here we go. Here we go. I'll I'll move on. I'll move on. Uh, XICW, Best of Detroit, Saturday, May 14th at the Imperial (laughs) House in Clinton Township. (laughs) You can find everything XICW at uh, XICWDetroit.com or XICW on Facebook. Also, XICWProvingGround.com. 
Um, I was actually we got a couple guys that work for Superkicked out of uh, Toronto. Superkick Pro Wrestling. Uh, they got zero to one hundred on Saturday, April twenty third at the Great Hall in Toronto, Canada. Find everything at superkick.com or Superkicked Pro Wrestling Rock Show and Training Center on Facebook. Uh, Detroit Style Wrestling. Detroit Style Wrestling versus everybody. Friday, April 29th at the VFW Hall in April in Allen Park, Michigan. Uh, Detroit Style Wrestling on Facebook. Underground Wrestling Society, one of our buddies is starting this up. Super Kick Party, Saturday, April 30th at the Brighton VFW Hall in Brighton, Michigan. UndergroundWrestlingSociety.com or Underground Wrestling Society on Facebook. War, Wrestling in Respect out of Lima, Ohio. We got a couple boys that go there. Uh, Consequences of War is Saturday, May 7th, UAW Hall in Lima, Ohio. Go to War Ohio on Facebook. Um, I feel like we should also bring up Zach Gowan and Gregory Irons. Uh, They're starting Wrestling for Warriors. June 4th at the Gates Center in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Uh, Plenty more information to come from that. Wrestling for Warriors is a nonprofit uh, charity wrestling organization dedicated to helping disabled and or terminally ill children. You can go to wrestlersforwarriors.com. Um, with that, I, I got to bring up Zach hitting the American Ninja Warrior course uh, on April yeah. 27th. Good That's pretty him. fucking cool, man. I'm so proud of that yeah. kid, man. Yeah, just from, I'm known You've Zach. known him forever. We, we came up together. We yeah. started together. And uh, just to see where he's come, where he was. Yeah. And his story you know, he's, is He's got his huge. demons. He, uh, yeah. he had a lot of problems. And to see how he fought those and... To become the man he is now, I'm just yeah. so proud of that kid. Just had another baby. Absolutely. Yeah. Just had another baby. Yeah, yeah I, Nick, you've been around If you would have told me 10 years ago that Zach would ever have a kid, I'd be like, no, keep that kid away from him. <laughs> oh, man, yeah. <laughs> but now, man, I'm, I'm so proud of him. Yeah, he is a proud papa. But, yeah, so Zach's hitting uh, American Ninja Warrior course. Uh, for anybody listening, uh, Zach is the world's first one-legged wrestler. Um, for a one-legged man to hit the American Ninja Warrior course is an amazing feat. But this is that's something that cool. uh, I don't think anyone that that's that knows Zach now or that that's worked with him. Uh, this is this is in his wheelhouse. Um, Zach, as uh, Jay, you mentioned before we started recording, Zach is. Um, uh, teaching DDP yoga right now and, and getting, uh, you know, I don't know how the, the system works, but basically getting the hours in so that he can be a certified trainer for uh, DDP yoga. Um, yeah, Zach's doing great things. I, you got more? No, I was oh, just, okay. I'm, yeah, I was just saying I was, um, you know, you can see some of his videos on YouTube of him training yeah. for uh, w- Warrior, whatever, Ninja Warrior. And it's, uh, I mean, I've known him forever and still seeing him do some of the things he does, it still shocks me. I'm like, I, yeah. you know, it's I can't amazing. believe he can do it. You know, when we do yoga, you know, there at the Truth Martini School, he can do these crazy poses. I mean, he does this handstand pose that it, it just blows my mind. He has a body awareness. Like, I mean, so I stand in the, in the, in the ring and watch you guys work. Um, he has a body awareness uh, that uh, a lot of guys just, I don't want to say don't have, but, but is uncanny. Um, it, it just, I'll just, say it. A lot of guys don't that, have it. <laughs> well, it's just, it's just, uh, to, to obviously, uh, you know, he, his balance just to get around in life. It's incredible. It's incredible. And then to go out in that ring and he has, and he brings that body awareness with him and his, is just, well, and, and I'm, I'm not to sell him short or anything, but to say like, 
he's good for a one-legged wrestler. Like, no, like he's no. good for a wrestler, yeah. like yeah. with two legs. Oh, like the he stories he tells. Awesome. Yeah. And he's he's so good. And uh, you know, he's he's really come, you know, I've known him for just as long as Jay. And uh for better or worse. <laughs> and uh, you know, he's just to see him, you know. He, he really knows his role and he's figuring out his purpose in life and, you know, to see him just really crushing it and giving him, making opportunities for himself and continuing his, uh, his path in life is just, it's been a pleasure to watch as a friend of his, you know, so good on him. Yeah, absolutely. As far as wrestling concerned, he is the quintessential baby face. Yeah. He's a oh, perfect yeah. baby face. Yeah. You know, he, he goes out there, he fires the crowd up. He knows, like, he has that confidence about him. He gets the crowd behind him. He starts to get the crap beat out of him. And you you feel for him. You want him to come back, you know. And it makes it, I mean, the best thing about wrestling him is it's so easy to work <laughs> him as a heel. Not only do you know, you know, um, you know what you're getting into, you know that, no matter where, even if you get lost, he's going to be right there. And it's easy to be a heel because everybody hates that you're beating up a one-legged guy. Yeah. It's perfect. <laughs> I love it. But not only his wrestling stuff, but he's become an inspiration to kids all over the place, all oh, over yeah. the country. He travels the country and uh, does public speaking. He's an inspirational speaker. And it's amazing that that he got himself, um, you know, he got himself into a position, had some demons, but then he got himself out of that position, and now he wants to help others to not do, you know, to not get in the position that he is. And that's so awesome him to be, you know, because people can come out of their demons, and but they don't necessarily have that within them to help others. Mm-hmm. And he does, which is awesome to see, and it's it's been great to watch watch what he's been doing. In regards to the wrestling, um, honestly, he's probably no, he's definitely the the best baby face I've ever worked with. I mean, hands down. I mean, he's. Uh, He's a consummate professional. I mean, working with him is, is like Jay said, so easy. And um, everybody loves him, and for good reason. I mean, he gives everybody so many reasons to love him. And it's not just because he has one leg. And he's just so – I mean, he's so talented. He has that connection that no matter what, one leg or not, like you cannot teach the connection that he has yes. with people. Um, every time that he goes out there, whether he's seen the crowd before, whether they've seen him – um, they love him, and they should because he's like I said, he's the best baby face I've ever worked with. And he pops the boys too. I mean, yeah, I, he still see like you go out, and even if you've seen Zach and you've worked with Zach, like I remember seeing a match uh, someone posted on Excise Facebook page, and he did like a he did like a, a flip flipping elbow drop off the uh, apron to like the second row yeah. onto, like <laughs> on, on on a stack of chairs. I was just like, holy shit, like. This guy's, you know, my age. He's thirty-two. He's been, he's been there, done that with everything. He's working in front of a crowd of, you know, two hundred people or whatever, and he does a spot like that, and it's just like this guy, you know, he's just unbelievable. He still surprises me to this day. So it's funny you bring up Pop and the boys. So we were just doing a, a four-way. I think it was uh, maybe a couple best in Detroit's ago. Sounds it was, hot. It was. It was hot. <laughs> um, I, you know, I tell people like they're like, oh, you know, you're a referee, and I'm like, you know what, I get. I get to stand in the ring with jacked up dudes in shiny underwear and yell at them. It's so fun. <laughs> um, so anyway, we're we're doing this a little more, more than we needed to learn yeah, about. I'm 
sorry. Here we go. Yeah. Um, but it was it was GQ. It was uh, it was Zach, uh, Idris Abraham, and I think uh, Willie, Willie Watts. Watts. Willie Watts. You, and and you guys shit can Zach, so you guys are working everybody. And I'm supposed to be obviously paying attention to you guys. And and he's supposed to be hanging out, you know, down, dead. And he's grabbing stuff from under the ring and just crawling into the ring. He's got a hammer. Rick, come over. And I gotta come over. Get that damn hammer out of it. And then he get, <laughs> then he gets back down and then he grabs a chair and he's get that damn chair out of it. So the whole time, like you guys are working, I'm sitting. He's just he's monopolizing my time, screaming at him about all the different bullshit he's bringing out from underneath the <laughs> ring. A but wrench. That's, but that's yeah. some of the stuff that he's developed. You know the smarts of the business. Yeah. You know, instead of just sitting there doing nothing, yeah, he's trying to he's get back showing in. that he's that he's wanting to fight and yep. he wants to do whatever he can to get into it. And yep. that's it. It takes a while for a lot of wrestlers to learn that kind of thing. Just those little small things that make it that make it all make sense. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I think the the most recent best in Detroit. Um, he basically. Uh, um, uh, what's the he he produced everybody's match. Um, I, uh, Gory was out for ring of honor. Um, Malcolm was, uh, was tied up with his match. Um, I, I think he had, he had his hand in every single match. Um, and, and that was one of our, I don't know. It was a great show. Uh, those best in Detroit shows. I, I can't recommend them enough to anyone that hasn't been to one yet. Uh, again, best. And that's in Detroit, not because 15. we're on it, honestly. Oh, they're great. I mean, no, yeah, I'm, great. I'm not. I'm. I've been retired from wrestling yeah. for two and a half years. And you keep I, showing up. They're great. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't stay for the whole thing. Yeah, yep. Like, as soon as uh, GQ gets on, I kind of tend yeah, to leave. But right. I mean, regardless. <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> right. No, they're great shows. Uh, you know, it, it's funny because they started those right as I retired, so I got to wrestle on the first two of them. Yeah. And then. And I was like, man, finally XICW is doing something big, and I'm retiring. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I remember um, that was when I was kind of first starting out, and I got to uh, ref you and uh, Carlito. Yeah, and I got uh, I got the apple spit in my face. Well, I mean, <laughs> you weren't you were not cool, man. That nah, was not cool. That was the biggest bump of the match. That was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no. Actually, no, Carlito bump it for me. I was yeah. I was surprised. I didn't think he was really going to want to do much. And he uh, was cool. He was working hard. He was yeah. very cool. That was the first best in Detroit, I think, actually. I think yeah. that was the very first one because we were all a little bit like what, you know, we're moving outside of the Ritz. We're moving yeah. to Imperial House. This is new. Which was interesting because. It looks great, by the oh, way. Because oh, they've, they've expanded so awesome. much. Yeah. Awesome it was show. just funny because a month before I wrestled Matt Morgan. Yep. Which would have been great at Best in Detroit because of the nice high ceilings. But no, yeah, we wrestled you got at the Ritz. Two dudes <laughs> that are damn near seven feet tall in this ring. You're like, holy shit. Yeah, that's pretty interesting. He, yeah. You two standing next to each other was. Uh, he. He. He's a mountain of a yeah. man. Um, um, we were, uh, as far as plugs concerned, yeah. I was hoping to. Um, oh, I got you down here. A non wrestling <laughs> plug. Oh, okay. Well, uh, on April, I'm starting to do these uh, oh. com- Comic Cons. Yeah. As um, you know, as a guest uh, signing autographs and stuff like that. And uh, April 23rd and 24th is the Monroe Sports Con uh, card and vendor show. So it's uh, sports con- uh, sport- sports cards and stuff like that. I'm actually going to be appearing on Saturday the 23rd. Uh, signing autographs, and uh, Rhino will actually be there Sunday. Okay. Uh, signing autographs, but also they'll have Denny McLean is going to be there. Um, Better watch that cash box. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm, sorry. I'm sorry. Pro boxer Bronco McCart. Um, so it's uh, if you look up the Monroe, uh, it's part of the Monroe Comic Con. Um, but this is uh, that that's in Monroe. But this is going to be at the the Monroe Multi Sports Complex. I'll be there, like I said, April 23rd, and Rhino will be there 24th. So if you want to look up that, just look up the Monroe Sports Con. Cool. I, uh, I, w- I wanted to bring up, I mean, we haven't even talked about 
uh, your Outsiders uh, show that's on WGN Tuesday nights. Oh, yeah. I'm on a TV show. Yeah, you are on a TV show. Yeah. <laughs> J. Adams Stunt. J.R. Adams Stunts. Correct? Uh, yeah, I think I think Twitter is just J Adam Stunts. Okay. Yeah, Facebook is JR Adam Stunts, I think. Uh Twitter's the best. I'm I mean kind of I still do Facebook, but Twitter's the best best spot to get me. But yeah, Outsiders has been great. Um episode 13, the season finale is going to uh, next week. Next uh, next Tuesday on WGN at 9 o'clock. Um it's been a great time and it was so much fun we filmed all last summer. Um we go back in the beginning of the uh, second week of May to, to film season two. I was two. just going to ask, yeah. You, yeah. Uh, second or Season two has been picked up. Yeah, so. absolutely. We got picked up. Um, so we're going to start filming, I think, May 12th around there is what, what they're looking at. Uh, yeah, it's been just an amazing time. And be able to watch the show and to watch what we've created and how it all comes together, it's been been really cool. I've been really fortunate and been counting my blessings, man. I'm, I, I love being on that show. I love. I'm doubling for Ryan Hurst. Who used to be Opie and Sons of Anarchy. He's a great guy. Um, couldn't ask for a better cast and crew to work with. They've all been amazing. So it's. It's. I'm really excited to get back for season two. And you've done stunts for uh, Banshee as well. Yeah, I did. Uh, I was just on an episode, the past episode, episode two of uh, season four. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a hillbilly rocker. Uh, so I got to see that. That was. That That's was really a stretch. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, it's been uh, I've been really fortunate. The uh, last summer was really good to me as far as uh, work. Um, you know, yeah. And this month has been the past two months have been amazing because I have Outsiders and then Batman and then Banshees. So mm-hmm. it's been really cool. And now I'm in talks. Um, to emailing with the stunt coordinator for Transformers is going to be filming here. So. I just saw that they were yeah yeah hope, hoping to get some work on that as well mm-hmm. as Outsiders for the summer. So yeah, Very it's been cool. cool. Very cool. And then uh, boy. season one, uh, you can pre-order that on uh, Amazon as well, right? Yep, pre, uh, May twenty fourth, I believe, is the DVDs are going to be available, and you can pre-order them on Amazon, and uh, which will have a bunch of bonus footage and stuff like that that we filmed. Um, you know about you know season or episode two had the big pit fight that uh, with yeah. the ATVs and there's all behind the scenes. Uh, oh really? Footage on that too. Yeah. Oh, that'll be awesome. Yeah. So I'm excited for that. So that's cool. Check it out. That's cool. Well, I got one more plug here. I mean, a, a lot of us wouldn't be here if it wasn't for uh, Truth Martini's House of Truth uh, Wrestling School. The next 12 week class starts uh, June 20th. Hotwrestlingschool uh, dot com and Hot Wrestling School on Facebook. Um, Quite frankly, if 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 you want to be involved in professional wrestling in any capacity, uh, you know I went there uh, trained to be a referee. Um, the guys obviously went there to train to be wrestlers. Uh, he's training valets. Um, uh, he he's done uh, well. He he trains female wrestlers. Um, he's done special classes of just female wrestlers to focus on what they need to work on. Um, he's done guys with uh, for mic work, all types of things. If you want to be involved in professional wrestling, hotwrestlingschool.com is where to go. You can find everything out, all the costing, how to, how to get in touch with Truth Martini and get that worked out. Again, his next class starts t- uh, June 20th. Um, and on, on a personal level, yeah. when it's a... Uh, Get well, Truth, because yeah, Truth absolutely. had his neck surgery. Uh, he's had neck neck problems for years. Uh, I was at the show where yeah, he actually you were there. Yeah. <laughs> where he actually broke his neck, and uh, he's had these neck injuries forever, and then re-injured it here at Ring of Honor. Yeah. And uh, didn't he have didn't he have surgery when it initially happened? No, he no. never did. That was no, the, that was a problem. He walked away. <laughs> he walked yeah. away from it, and he continued to wrestle on it, knowing that one bad bump could could paralyze him. Yeah. 
And so finally, he's uh, he had the surgery a couple weeks ago. He's doing well. Uh, it, it sounds um, weird, but I'm so happy he's had this surgery. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah because his, one wrong fall, and he could have been paralyzed. Well, just his quality of life. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I, I, you know, what talk, exactly did he have done? Do you guys know? Oh, I think he had three fused. Yeah, yeah, three. What? What? Uh-oh, something just went down. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. All right, well... Oh. Been fun oh, having Nick doing a podcast. <laughs> yeah. GQ, fun. you got anything to plug? Uh, no, man. I, I, uh, you, I stole your wallet. <laughs> Hang on, we got we got a domestic issue. What's going on here? <laughs> okay, there we go. So this is why we Skype people in. All right. Yep. Um, Nick, are you okay? Oh, he's gone. He's dead. He's gone. All right, Jay, you Sarah, got anything else? Sarah got enough. Sarah yeah, has He's got his wallet. She's yeah, we gotta gone. Call, we got to call Jesus the cops. Yeah. Christ. That's, that's kind of interesting. Yeah, we might need to cut this and call yeah. the police. <laughs> in in Texas. Yeah. That's the problem. Uh, yeah, no, like I said, I was saying, I just wanted to you know, um, get well to the truth. Thankfully, yeah. he's doing real well after the surgery. But yes. uh, another thing, uh, last night we lost um, a wrestling brother, Balls Mahoney. Mahoney. Um, and it's weird, man, you know, some of these guys that we've grown up watching and stuff like that, but I got the chance to to hang out with balls on quite a few occasions. And, um, he was just such a cool guy, man. And, uh, I didn't think it was going to hit me like it did, man, but it hit me pretty hard last night. Mm -hmm. And, uh, when I found out that he passed away and, uh, so I just want, you know, condolences to his family. And, um, you know, we all have demons in life that we we have to live, you know, deal with. But um, and sometimes they they get the best of us. But regardless of any of his demons that he had, he was truly a nice guy. Yeah, and um, a lot of fun to hang out really? with, and uh, just a cool dude. So just want to say, you know, rip balls, and um, and that sounds really weird. R.I.P. Yeah. R.I.P. Balls. balls. <laughs> yeah. yeah, rest in peace. Chair swinging freak, right? Yep. And uh, condolences to his family. Yeah. All right. Jay, got anything? No, I'm just haunting the uh, the Wayne County courts. So <laughs> <laughs> you might that see position. you might see Nick in in the Wayne County courts. Yeah, dude. You Jesus <laughs> Christ, what was that? Wow. <laughs> Nick might be calling you. Yeah. So what? Uh, what? So what? What do you got to read here? What comics are are in your stack that you haven't read? Oh, yet? Oh, jeez. Uh, I still got to get through a ton of Deadpool since they went uh, by by monthly. Mm-hmm. And then um, Uncanny Avengers just started this whole standoff uh, sort of offshoot. Um, so that's, uh, that's what's on, my, on deck. Uh, I, I do read real books, too. And if you, if you have a chance, read uh, Ready Player One. Just oh, you've that. talked about awesome. that. Talk about that real quick. Uh, just a, a brief synopsis of it. Uh, I, uh, basically, it's, uh, it's kind of fitting because we're all going towards the... the the VR uh, that's coming out for both Oculus Rift and for PlayStation, but it takes place in 2044 where everybody lives in a VR world. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's pre- predominantly where they spend their social life, their education, everything is done through this VR world. And they're on a quest to find this Easter egg within the VR world uh, and along the way, it's a, just a ton of 80s um, pop culture, movies, music, video games. Uh, they'll go anything from playing Joust to reenacting war games. 
Cool. Very cool. Because I've heard you talk about it. Uh, a couple of our yeah. friends have read it. Um, uh, maybe the book's been passed around even. Yeah. Um, and, and, and I'm typically one, I'll only read um, autobiographies or, or certain Star Wars books. Um, but that was one that actually felt like something that I could read and enjoy. So I, uh, what's it yeah. called again? Player One? Ready Player One. Ready Player One. Okay, cool. Well, um, I think we're done. You guys got anything else? Well, hopefully, hopefully Nick's all right. I was just gonna say yeah, I'm gonna I, give him a call here. I think we gotta we done. gotta figure out what the fuck just happened with Nick. Jeez. So uh, this has been uh, booking pop culture, guys. Again, I want to thank you for coming out for this. Um, let's Thanks get for this. hosting this, Rick. Here we go. This is what I do. Um, hopefully, uh, you know we'll uh, meet up again and record again and get something out on uh, Podcast Detroit. I'd like to make this a regular deal. Um, so yeah, let's uh, let's go on the hunt for Nick. Uh, we're out of here, guys. Peace.